Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. We are back again on a Monday. It's Monday. It's been a long Monday for you. It's always a long Monday for me. He literally just slid in sideways into the driveway to make it on time. I got here. I mean, we're technically starting about 10 minutes late. Yeah. Um, I got in here about 15 minutes ago, and I'll have everybody know <laughs> that uh, this one right here had all the show prep lined up, I everything did. we needed to discuss tonight, and I was like, wow, that's so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. I think it was dinner being cooked was what. There's dinner. Dinner was I said, "Man, I ain't coming home to smell this good food walking in the door. Pretty lady in the kitchen. Got my show prep done. Everything. I got it made. I got it made, y'all." I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> I know you know. So, uh, welcome everybody. Uh, glad to see y'all are here. Let's try to get this chat pulled up over here. So we make sure we know who's in the house. You can sound off and make us aware that uh, you're with us. Hope y'all had a good weekend. And uh, we, did we have a good weekend? I was just in here thinking, what did we do this weekend? Mm. We had Peyton this weekend. Well, we were going to go out of town and we ended up getting Peyton. Peyton and I ditched you for the arcade yesterday. Yeah, you did. I was supposed to go, but then we had company last night. That's what it was. We had company last night. <clears throat> so yeah. I had to stay home. Tony, uh, Tony from Vaporforge came by, yeah. and so Trish, it's not, a, it's not a thing about Tony. It's not a thing about anybody in particular. It could be your own mother, and it is a mass panic to get the house picked up and make sure we look at. And I know y'all are all like that too. And for you guys listening, you know your wife does it every time somebody comes over. It is a mad dash to pick up every piece of laundry. To sweep them up every floor, wipe down every countertop, because somebody that's not here every day is about to walk in the door. Well, I like it to be presentable. But the thing is, the house that that person left looks like our house did before they got there. Probably would be more comfortable if they came in the house and it was messy. No, I'm, I'm sticking just sticking to the microphone. I'm not sure why. I'm just saying. Well, you know. It's what we like to do, have a clean house. But honestly, I like it that clean every single day. You know, no, that's, that's just, I mean, I do that every single day. It's not just because he came over, but you wanted me to go to the arcade with you and we wouldn't get home in time for me to cook and pick up. So it was just normal everyday cleaning that I do. How many, uh, how many loads of dishes did you do today? I had to do five loads of dishes today. <laughs> From last night's dinner. Now, our dishwasher is messed up, so that's hand washing. And what I do is I'll do, like, all the plates, let them dry, then all the glasses, let them dry. All the, You know, so it was five loads, but it was because I had, you know. Well, I broke the dishwasher. That's yeah, part of well, it. Well, you broke the water line to the dishwasher. Well, it, here's the thing. It's not... <laughs> So I was working under the sink. I was mm -hmm. trying to change out the the sprayer in the sink, right? So yeah. I was trying to figure out which pipe it was I needed to do the shutoff valve. And I could only turn some of them, none of which were the ones I needed. And now one of them obviously went to the dishwasher, and I can't figure out which one it is, and I can't turn any of them. No amount of WD-40 is allowing me to turn these knobs. And it's an awkward angle. Like the center of the cabinet makes it to where you can't put a lot of muscle behind it. Well, yeah, my fat A can't fit under the <laughs> under the freaking sink. That's what's wrong. Uh, look, Michael uh, Michael says, too, he, he does the same thing. He keeps it. I can see him. I can see Michael is, is the type of guy that's... What keeps the house got clean? The or? house on the block. Yeah, yeah, I like a clean house. I like someone to be able to knock on the door, which today, one of our neighbors, her house caught on fire a few months ago, um, and she just stopped by today and came right on in the door, and it's, you know, I want my house to be presentable to where someone can do that, and I'm not embarrassed. I'm not saying, sorry for the way my house looks. But and I, I was able to let her in, and I like that. I don't like having to explain myself but let's when somebody be honest, walks in the house. If you're coming from a house that's been burned down, Stop I mean, it. it's totally an upgrade from there, Listen. right? <laughs> I'm just saying. 
they said it's going to be a year for her house to, before her house is ready. That's crazy. That is crazy. You could build a house faster than that. Well, and you don't see any damage on the outside. Well, there's a lot of damage on the inside. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll anyway, take, take the Anyway, this is the same neighbor there. where we got the kit, and she said there's another batch in her yard. Oh, nice. Mm. <clears throat> well, knock yourself out. Anyway. Keisha. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my voice. Knock yourself out, Keisha. We don't need any more cats. No. But I did tell her I would help her dad catch all of the stray cats that are running around so we could take them somewhere and get them fixed. Dude, this is, this is gone. This lady right here is gone from don't want a cat to crazy cat lady well, in no, three seconds. No, it's not that. It's that I'm humane. I wasn't going to let these kittens live outside. You know, what am I supposed to do? Well... Here, here's one thing that I, I was not used to. I, our little blended family here, we, we went my side, me and Peyton, came from an angle of animals are animals, okay? They're nice to have around. They're cool as pets. You want to treat them with respect, but they're still animals. And we have come into a situation where animals are elevated like these cats are elevated on a, an Egyptian scale, all right? They are the kings and queens of this house, and uh, they get all the attention. They get to do whatever they want. And see, I'm, I've never looked at animals like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I like the cats, and I'm starting to... You were the one that wanted the cats. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to figure out this whole uh, having cats actually relieve stress, mm -hmm. even though they're complete jerks. They have cat cafes for that reason. You can Your cat can be a complete jerk, and you're like, oh, it's so precious. Ours look, aren't look, jerks, though. We look have how it's really, laying halfway off the couch. We have really cuddly, good cats. Yeah. Well, see, I just, and I, I don't know if it's coming from the country. I mean, there have been times where, you know, there's a sick dog that's suffering. We go back out and pop it with a 22. I understand, you know? not in this house. That's, <laughs> and listen, as a kid, that's hard to watch. But you're also, listen, last night after dinner, he comes into the kitchen and he goes, You pulled out the fancy napkins. I was like, They're just cloth napkins. Mm. I mean, that's what, you know, we had every night at dinner was cloth napkins. But here we don't use that. Everybody wants paper towels and Dollar General bags for trash bags. <laughs> We've always used cloth well, napkins. Well, we do. I mean, in, like at my grandmother's house, she has a drawer that's just full of cloth napkins. You just pull one out and that's what you use. Mm. See, I can't even and take you a... just wash it. And it's not wasteful. But he did. He's like, oh my gosh, you're so fancy. I said, that's not fancy. I can't even take a drink of my apple juice without <laughs> spilling it all over me. Our worlds have collided. Yeah, here, you know what You know what my fancy napkins look like? They're like this. No, you just wipe your face. This is, this it is looks what? like you've been wiping your face with that. Which one? This one? Mm, yeah, look at that. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it is. And you just showed everyone. Well, here's like when I have my vape and my vape juice spills, mm -hmm. I'm like I overfill it or something. I just take my shirt and I. Just... Well, at least you have a pattern shirt on, so it doesn't stand out as much. They're wanting to know what kind of bourbon you're drinking. It's apple juice. Wink, wink. Oh, wink, wink. Okay. Um, actually, I don't know what it's called, but it it came in a fancy like um uh, Crown Royal bag, mm -hmm. but the bag is leather, and it's Canadian whiskey that's. Did you really? I threw the bag away, yeah. Why? Because it's trash. What? It's not trash. You keep stuff right there. Why did you throw it away? Why do you keep knickknacks? Like, that's... No. Because. What if I never find it whiskey again? Well, I have no idea what it's called because you threw the bag away. Okay. It's pecan... What do they call those? Parlanes? Parlanes? Praline. Pralines. Mm -hmm. You sure? It yes. sounds like a makeup. Or a shampoo. <laughs> Praline. Uh, it's pecan-flavored Canadian whiskey. Um, it did smell nice. It's, it's actually really good. But it's really super sweet, so you can't drink a lot of it or you start feeling He's like, getting into the eggnog already. Oh, yeah, I got eggnog, yeah. too. I'm excited about that. Um, got a lot of stuff to talk about. We might want to get busy. Oh, yeah, let's do that. First, <laughs> Vapor Forge out on 280. As we mentioned, Tony was over here last night hanging out with us, and we... Uh, we love Tony long time. He's such a cool dude. And and the one thing about Tony is the fact that he is a motivated guy. He's an entrepreneurial guy. And he's always thinking. He's always thinking about his next steps. And right. when you need help, when we 
when I need help for this podcast or whatever project we have coming up, I go to Tony and I say, hey, man, here's what I'm doing. You got any ideas? And he'll start tossing ideas left and right. and, and He gets th- involved. He does. He's a mover and a shaker. And yeah. uh, just know that these guys are obviously sponsors of this show, but he does more for the show than just well, be he has a sponsor. A genuine, he has a genuine interest in seeing it succeed. Right. He yeah. really does. Um, he's played a big role in Over the Line. So go see him. Website, VaporForge.com. All the info there. Website um, has the the address and the phone number and hours and all that jazz. So go uh, look them up. Also, all the links you need for Over the Line right here at Linktree.com slash Over the Line. Go to that little website. You got your Twitch, your YouTube, your Apple Podcasts, and Spotify's, and blah 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 blah. You can also watch the Twitch stream live from this website. So go check that out if you please, and uh, just do it. Do what I say. Do what I tell you to do. I notice I'm fidgeting. I'm on my second cup of coffee today. Why are you drinking coffee? I don't know. I had I mixed it up. I had decaf this morning. But your doctor just gave you like this crack medicine, and now you're putting coffee on top of it? I know. And today was the first day I took it. Right. Too. I didn't mean to drink the regular coffee. I meant to drink decaffeinated. Mm. That's not going to be good. messed up, but it was too late. I'd already put the creamer and everything <laughs> not, in it. That's not going to be good. No. You're not going to sleep. Yeah. I've had sleepless nights like the past week and a half already. So... <laughs> Where are yeah. we going first? I'm I'm just concerned that you're you're chasing your Adderall with with coffee. I don't have Adderall. That's not well, what he gave me. Whatever it is, it's the same thing. <laughs> no, that's not what he gave me. It's all the same. I've had that stuff before. I used to take pills just to take them, so I know. Well, I know what it does. All right, let's do this off the top. Let's talk about what happened in Wisconsin yesterday, last night. You guys know about it already. Tragic, tragic situation. Uh, but that city is mourning the, the deaths of those who died, and the count is five. And six are in critical condition with a couple dozen still injured. Yeah, yeah they were they were up to, I think the, the last, it was 40-plus last night as we right. were keeping up with it, and uh, just awful, because this is small town. You know, you think about, for me in particular, Aniana, small town Christmas mm-hmm. parade, People out there with their kids and their family, with their blankets and their hot chocolate. That that was one of the scenes. I didn't see it, but it was described as uh, this this empty scene, this empty street with spilt hot chocolate, lawn chairs, blankets, and blood on the roadways. Yeah, very sad. And I just I, I couldn't imagine. I know you guys couldn't imagine that happening in uh, your community. A lot of speculation right off the top. First thing people thought was it's related to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict just because it's Wisconsin. Well, and I thought maybe it was an older person or someone that, well, I thought maybe it was an older person having a medical event or something. Right. Because that's happened before. Um, But it turns out that it was just somebody that had been in a domestic dispute and he was already running from police. Um, They did fire at him to try to get him to stop, which obviously that didn't work. Well, um, and there was there was speculation as well that it was somebody with a the malfunction with their car and say you know there's been times where people's brakes go out or their gas gets stuck or whatever right, that, right, anything right. can happen mm-hmm. and so we thought maybe that's it but as I continued to watch the videos that were coming out over and over there's no brake lights or anything no, like that they were plowing and straight yeah. through it but it makes sense that from the story we're getting at this point this guy was running from a different. Um, domestic dispute situation Mm -hmm. and trying to get away. And uh, I guess he thought his only escape route was to go through this parade. It would seem as if, if you were looking to kill the people in the parade, like if that was your mission, you would have gone on the side of the road. Yeah. I don't think that that's what he was trying to do. It sounds like he was just trying to get away from police and he broke through a barricade and found himself in the middle of the parade. But you see the still see the callousness of this. Oh, as absolutely. He hits several people and still doesn't stop, continues well, to go. And he had just gotten out on bail a few days earlier from running his baby mama over. Um, so I mean he's he's done this before. If you click on the second tab, it's got his um picture. Yeah. 
I need to I need Darryl to look Brooks up Junior because there was instances. There was an instance. I don't know if it was the last thing he was in jail for that he was easily released on bond. Um, he attempted to run his girlfriend over with a car. Right. Like this is not just oh this you know running people over thing is new for him. Right. Like, yeah, that's what he what just he gotten out of jail for. And actually, he only had a thousand dollar bail, um, and just got out of jail a few days ago for this. So. People are pretty upset about it. And where this comes in, this is this is a a direct result of things we've seen across the country, where these Soros-connected uh, district attorneys that mm-hmm. have been elected with George Soros money are put in there for the sole purpose of allowing crime to increase. the The discussions of no cash bail, letting people out, you know, on their own recognizance. Right. Uh, and, and not holding dangerous people in prison to separate them from the general public. That's happening all across the country, especially in these liberal cities. And this is what happens every single time. Well, and you would think if he had attempted to murder someone with a vehicle that he wouldn't have bail. Like right. you would think that, I mean, the police officer said she had tire tracks up her legs. You know, so it wasn't just a he said, she said. She literally was bleeding with tire tracks on her. So. I need to see if I can find this dude's rap sheet. Yeah, I had that pulled up on a on a TikTok, but it was kind of dark. Let's see. Career criminal. Let's see what uh, what this one says now, here. I d- and I did send you a TikTok where, that he made where he talked about his... Um, because he had a worn out for, what do you call it? Like when you molest a child. <laughs> what is it called? Yeah, like um, sexually assaulting a minor. I don't... Well, he ha- he had a warrant out for not following the sex offender laws in Nevada. Oh, not registering? Yeah, not. Whatever. and he made a TikTok or a video about that. And I sent it to you in your messenger if you want to play it. Okay. Where he explains what he was doing. And why he's being charged with that? Uh, this says he, he has a long rap sheet going back to 1999 and a number of cases. Brooks' most recent court appearance came on November 5th. November 5th. Today's the 22nd. Yesterday was the 21st. On the 5th, for charges including reckless endangerment, battery, domestic abuse, resisting arrest, and bail jumping. They released him... And then he broke his bail. He broke mm-hmm. the rules of what he was supposed to do. He was out on $1,000 for those charges at the time of the attack. In July 2020, police charged him with three other felonies, including reckless endangerment and being a felon in possession of a firearm. He's also listed as a Tier 2 registered sex offender in Nevada. Background check from Wisconsin's Department of Justice came back with over 50 pages of charges against Brooks stretching back decades. In 1999, he received his first felony conviction for taking part in aggravated aggravated battery for which he received three years of probation. He was convicted of obstructing an officer in 2005 and 2003. In 2002, he had another felony marijuana charge. This is not just a criminal. This is a career career criminal, but a violent criminal. Mm Mm-hmm. And if anything, if you've got a career criminal with drug possession charges, that's one thing. We can discuss that. But a violent, extremely violent career criminal, why in God's name would you want that person in the public after you arrest them for for having yet another violent episode? I mean, think about that. He said 50 pages, and he ran someone over with a car. Like, you know... That's kind of a big deal. Why would you, that's attempted murder, isn't it? It's a deadly weapon. It's considered it. But like I said, I sent you that um, that message if you want to play, just to kind of kind of see his personality a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure he's a he's a uh, <laughs> uh, ray of sunshine. Let's see, is that it at the bottom? It yeah, that's it. All right, let's see what we got here. TikTok, you're so wonderful to me. (laughs) Thank you for being a friend. All right. Here we go. I'm a pedophile. Let me explain that. Pray for the... All of a sudden, now I'm a pedophile. 
Let me explain that. Ten years ago, 2006, I caught a case with my oldest daughter's mama. Yes, my baby mama. She's from Oakland. I was busting moves in Nevada. I meet the bitch. She says she want to get down, so I'm pimping on the bitch. I take her to Nevada. You know what I'm saying? I get cracked. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know the bitch was 16 at the time. She gave a statement to the police and told them, yeah, she was hoeing, that I was pimping, and, and uh, that she was 16, and that I didn't know that. Okay? Okay. <laughs> There's some of his rap sheet. All of a sudden, now I'm a pedophile. So, Let me explain that. So he um, he hooked up with a 16-year-old. And he was hoeing her. Hoeing he, her out. He was her pimp. Now, is he using that as just uh, terminology, oh, or no. was he actually pimping? No, he said he was pimping her out. Wow. <sighs> there was an article I just saw as I pulled this up. Um, okay, don't let me get, don't get distracted with Tennessee football. Don't get distracted. I see new recruiting news. I gotta yeah, stop in my tracks. No. Um, Suspect bailed out career criminal. That kind of goes over the same thing we were talking about. Uh, the state's bail recommendations in this case was inappropriate low in light of the nature of the recent charges. So this seems to be talking about what we were just mentioning. Right. Um, Milwaukee prosecutors are conducting an internal review of their own office's decisions to make an inappropriate low uh Bail recommendations for Daryl Brooks Jr., the man suspected of plowing his SUV through the crowd. Uh, the horror left at least five people dead, 48 injured, 18 children rushed to the Children's Wisconsin Hospital in Milwaukee. Uh, Brooks has multiple pending cases in Milwaukee County. That's important. Is He's got cases on the books that haven't even been resolved, and he's out here doing this, including the 2020 case involving two counts of second degree recklessly endangering and being a felon possession of a firearm. So, uh, something's got to happen. And some people in Wisconsin have got to absolutely get fed up. But this is all a very structured... It's a common thing, though. Yeah, and it, it's planned to unfold this way. The people like George Soros and really the Democrats in general... They want chaos in our streets. Mm -hmm. They need you to be miserable because Democrats don't win when people got it good, right? And people had it good leading up to Joe Biden's uh, presidency, but Joe Biden didn't really win. Uh, but that's always been the thing. Everything's got to be doom and gloom. And Democrats can paint the picture of doom and gloom, but if things are really good, people are going to realize, okay, maybe it's maybe they're just lying to me. But if you can have stuff like this going on in small town Wisconsin, mm -hmm. and you can have, um, you know, a, a chaos at the border, you can have immigrants being flown in bus to small cities in rural America. Uh, I saw there, there's a, a buddy of mine who does a another little show, and he's been tracking where these immigrants are being bused to. Decatur, Alabama, has been getting a ton of them, mm -hmm. and they're putting them in some sort of some sort of former, um, you know, shelter for m battered women or a rehab or something and uh, right next to an elementary school. Oh, fantastic. And you think about that. Think about the fact Undocumented that people. Decatur, Alabama, as small of a town as that is, mm -hmm. is just getting this large influx of not just c Central American migrants. We're talking about Afghan refugees. Mm-hmm. Afghan refugees coming straight from Afghanistan, you're just slapping them in the middle of Decatur. What are they going yeah. to do? How are they going to function? How how is that city going to? Uh, how is that city supposed to deal with that? Right. It's crazy, and it's all happening in very red areas. But point of that being, that's part of the chaos that they've laid out. That they they've got this structured plan in place to to just make everything. Chaos and anarchy. That's why they fund Antifa and Black Lives Matter to riot in the streets. Now, they're very strategic about how they riot. Mm -hmm. There was no mass riots after the Rittenhouse verdict because guess what? They're currently in power. Right. They don't want that stuff going on. Well, it's on. typically every four years when it's election time and everyone white is racist. I mean, that's typically what happens. That's true. The police are bad and everyone's racist. And that happens every four years. Like clockwork. Some of the images uh, coming from uh, 
I sent you a uh, video um, in Messenger if you want to play it of the actual. Here's some of the other photos. Mm -hmm. uh, this is right before. This is the car coming through, hitting members of the the band, the drum drum line there, and uh, patrons uh, being helped there on the street. Just a sad, sad situation. Let me see if I can pull this back up here. And is this one right? Yeah. Okay. So that's it. You can see I'm going right through them. Yeah, this is uh, kind of aerial footage, probably from a balcony where the car is initially plowing through the crowd. It, it, it was, And it's kind of graphic, so don't look if you don't. Yeah, viewer discretion advised yeah. here. Um, but this is the video of the, the picture you just saw. That's a lot of people. Yeah, he, he didn't stop. He didn't slow down. You saw no brake lights in that instance. No. And you see the car rocking back and forth. He's continuing to just run over continue, people. Yeah. That's that's bad. It's terrible. It's just Ugh. Yeah, cuz that I mean that whole that entire band right there. Mhm. Mm I mean this this little area right here. That was a chunk of people. Yeah, and there were lots of videos on TikTok from the actual ground level, but I just felt like um, it'd be a little insensitive to play those because you can actually see people's faces that are on the ground and stuff. It just, yeah, you know, but there are a lot of firsthand videos. That's tough. From eyewitnesses, yeah. Yeah. So that'll continue to unfold. The biggest thing is we've, we've got a criminal justice problem in this country. Absolutely. And it's it's literally costing <laughs> the lives of, of innocent people. Well, you remember Anaya Blanchard, you know, went off to college and, I, I think that guy had like murder charges that were pending or something and he had bailed out and then killed her. You know, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Right. You know. Well, our uh, fearless, uh, feckless, I mean, leader uh, spoke on this incident in Wisconsin. It, it's amazing. And you, you'll you see this if you'll pay attention whenever a trage tragedy happens, whether it's a storm or something like this or whatever, anything happens. In the past, the president would immediately, within the hour, release a statement right. and give his views on it, whether he's calling for peace or whatever. You always hear from the president. That's leadership. When there's a big event in this country, leadership is the leader mm -hmm. addressing it immediately. Now, this White House, the first person you hear from is Jen Psaki, and it's just prayers for da-da-da-da-da and... Uh, the we will get you a statement from the president as soon as possible. Well, why you got to go wake him up? Is he incoherent? Is because anyway, he's not writing these statements. I mean, when's the last time you saw Joe Biden say something that came out of his own feeble mind? Well, in something like this, you can just speak from the heart. You don't need to have a speech prepared. You know. Yeah, here's what Joe Biden said about uh, the Wisconsin parade tragedy. Again. I want to comment on the tragedy that uh, occurred last night during the holiday, uh, the holiday parade in Wisconsin. While we don't have all the facts and details yet, we know this morning that five families in Waukesha are facing fresh grief of a life without a loved one. At least 40 Americans are suffering from injuries, some of them in critical condition. And an entire community is struggling, struggling to cope with the horrific act of violence. Last night, the people of Waukesha were gathered to celebrate the start of a season of hope and togetherness and Thanksgiving. This morning, Jill and I and the entire Biden family, and I'm sure all of us, pray that that same spirit's going to embrace and lift up all the victims of this tragedy, bringing comfort to those recovering from the injuries, and wrapping the families of those who died in the support of their community. We're all grateful for the extraordinary work of the first responders from law enforcement to the emergency room doctors who are working around the clock to deal with the terrible consequences of what happened last night. My administration is monitoring the situation very closely. So there you go. Well, he actually sounded good. So yeah, he got to give a, him props. Yeah, he did a good job of reading that. Yep. We continue to follow well, breaking news out of Milwaukee. All right, shut up. But hold on. Just in all fairness, would you be able to memorize a speech that fast? 
Me, no. No. I mean, well, I'd have to read it, too, probably. I mean, I I wouldn't be reading it off a teleprompter. I'd, I'd just say, of course, you know. I'd I, speak from the heart, yeah, personally, yeah. but, yeah. That's what you would want to do, yeah. but we don't see the president speaking about anything mm-hmm. when there's not a teleprompter in front right. of him. And that's the sad. He's mm-hmm. not. Uh, nobody views this guy as the leader of this country. No, nobody. Not at all. There's nothing he does that's on his own. There's no, not an ounce of leadership in his body. And it's uh, it's sad. It's depressing. It should well, be scary. Well, is it sad that I was just proud of him for getting his words straight? No, it is a big deal. I mean, because that's what I took away from that is like, wow, he remembered where he was and who he was talking about and well he only mispronounced like one or two words in that mm-hmm. one so that's actually a pretty good record yeah uh tonight uh, it's actually probably already aired i encourage you guys to uh, go back and watch it hey, i could the thing is i have hulu live tv and we can obviously pull it up on the computer and play it on here but they've done a, a masterful job of blacking out the the tv when it's when you can't um mm-hmm. Like, what am I trying to say? When you try to stream it or record it in any way, it blacks right. out the screen so you can't actually hear or see the um, the, the the interview or the show or whatever. Right. And I'm wondering if it's on Fox Nation. If not, we've got a clip of it we're, we're going to play for you. But that was supposed to air uh, just a few moments ago. Let me see. Uh... No, I don't think they have it on here yet. They'll probably put it on after the show. But Tucker interviewing Kyle Rittenhouse, which uh, this is Kyle Rittenhouse's first interview since the acquittal that we saw on Friday, which, as we noted on Friday Night Live, is a big deal for the entire country. It's a big deal for the Constitution. It's a big deal for your ability to... um, to defend your family when need be. Meantime, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse spoke with our Tucker Carlson. That interview will air on Monday, but we have now a sneak peek. I tell everybody there what happened. I said I had to do it. I just, I was just attacked. I was dizzy. I was vomiting. I, I couldn't breathe. This case has nothing to do with race. Um, it never had anything to do with race. It had to do with the right to self-defense. Right. Um, I'm not a racist person. I support the BLM movement. I support peacefully demonstrating. And I believe there needs to be change. I believe there's a lot of prosecutorial misconduct, not just in my case, but in other cases. And it's just amazing to see how, how much a prosecutor can take advantage of somebody. There you go. Wise words. Wise words from a young man who had just been through absolute hell Coming from the justice system. Yeah. The justice system is has been somewhat of a joke in the past, but absolutely is a joke now. Right. It, it's been sped up, you know, to, to this, this woke mob mentality uh, infinity times, and it's backed by a corrupt justice department in the FBI, the CIA, and then the head of the fish, Merrick Garland, right. who is literally using these agencies and creating some sort of terror watch list to go after parents that push back at, at PTA and school board meetings. Mm-hmm. That's that's the day and age we live in. And people are fighting back, and God bless them, because that's the only way that we're going to be able to... Uh, clean it up. Clean it up. It's the only yeah. way we're going to be able to keep our freedom. Because, because it is broken at every level, from the police... And not all police, obviously, from the police, the prosecutors, the even just how jails are run. I mean, the whole system needs to be fixed. And there's always room for improvement and everything, you know. And speaking of uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, there was this one story. And Cheeto Dog's bringing that up, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, who was charged with attempted murder of the police. Right. Um, his charges were dropped. So, so well, that doesn't make sense because he's well, black and he's supposed to be convicted. Because if Kyle was black, he would have been shot dead and at least put in jail for the rest of his life, right? right? So why? I don't understand. Why is this black man free? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
they were they were able to prove that he he believe, believed that there was a home invasion going on and that's the only reason he shot so they just didn't get the memo in Kentucky that they're not supposed to acquit a black man yeah and no matter what you think about that situation I, I honestly think the Breonna Taylor situation is much more complicated than it has to be I think there were missteps on both sides but you have to respect the ultimate decision in this case, right. which was this guy being found not guilty of murder of a police officer, attempted murder of police officers. Well, and honestly, like in the middle of the night, if you're woken up, you know, and, and something like that's going on, what are you going to think? You know, yeah. at least here. I mean, now if I was a criminal, <laughs> I may think the police may be coming in, but... We did uh, an entire show on the Breonna Taylor case, and I don't think it's available any longer. Actually, the audio is probably available right. on podcast on right. Apple and Spotify. And I encourage you, if if you're curious about this case right here, go and try to find the audio for that one. That was that was a while back, and we were in a completely different studio at that point. But I really broke down a lot of the facts to that case because I remember working so hard to learn the case front to back. Right. And uh, you'll get an idea, <laughs> and there's there's an aspect of this where this guy got extremely lucky by getting off the case. I mean, getting off these charges. Um, but again, doesn't matter because this was the judgment of the justice system. We will respect it, mm -hmm. just like the other side will not respect the Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, they were the left were were making jokes when this parade thing happened. They were like, "Oh, well, maybe that driver just uh, he he was in fear for his life, and that was self defense for him to drive his his car through that crowd." Because apparently that's self defense in Wisconsin. Well, and it's one thing for me to sit in the living room with you and speculate on what happened before we find out. But there's no way I would be a news anchor going on air and, and defending something like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we also got this, um, and, and you brought this up. I don't even know that I would have pulled this up, but I'm glad you did. Mm -hmm. uh, the House panel for January 6th is has subpoenaed Roger Stone, who Roger Stone has been absolutely nailed to the wall frivolously frivolously by by the FBI and the Justice Department and uh, Alex Jones who had absolutely nothing to do with this stuff and they're going to try to hem them up the purpose of them they're they're giving them a subpoena to come in front of Congress and testify in front of a bunch of crazed Democrats mm -hmm. because Remember, they'll set this January 6th panel up, and it'll be all Democrats and maybe two rhino Republicans that are going to agree with the Democrats, right? Right. They'll do it to be able to catch these people in a lie, in a technicality, and get them to say something that's remotely not true. And where everybody else gets off the hook for that, they will take that line to Congress and try to get them thrown in jail. It just happened to Steve Bannon, not because he lied to Congress, because he refused to be a part of of that charade. Right. He refused to be part of that, so he had to surrender, get booked, and now he's fighting charges of contempt of uh, Congress. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Because the, the, it's back uh, during the days of Donald Trump as president. What did they want? They could never get to Trump, so they just wanted heads on the wall of people around Trump. Right. Picking them off one by one. Well, and the reason I brought this up was because just like with the Rittenhouse, they're trying to keep people from fighting back. They're trying to deter you from going to these rallies or going to protest or defending yourself um, in fear that you might go to jail. Right. I mean, and that's, it's all tied together. They're literally trying to fear monger us into not standing up for ourselves and not standing up for our rights. The subpoenas which come after the committee has interviewed more than 200 witnesses indicate that investigators are intent on learning the details of the planning and financing of the rallies that drew Mr. Trump's supporters. They won't call him President Trump. Mr. Trump's supporters to Washington based on his Lies of a stolen election, fueling the violence that engulfed Congress and delayed the formalization of President Biden's victory. 
They said, we need to know who organized, planned, paid for, and received funds related to those events, as well as what communications organizers had with officials in the White House and Congress, according to uh, Representative Benny Thompson, who is a Democrat from Mississippi. What a brave person she must be. Or he. I don't know. They have raided homes and literally ruined people's lives that were just there. They were in the audience. They weren't even going into the Capitol building. And they have ruined so many lives over... I mean, they're just trying to intimidate people to keep them from standing up against the government. And it's all a politically driven Mm -hmm. motive to create this narrative that the people that support Trump are insurrectionists, they're domestic terrorists. They're labeling these people as domestic terrorists. They're taking people who are just walking around in the Capitol with the permission of police doing nothing wrong and holding them in solitary confinement in one of the country's worst prisons, Mm -hmm. allowing corrections officers to beat the snot out of them, treat them like crap, and, uh, you know, cause them to uh, literally... Go crazy. I mean, pushing them to the point of suicide. Right. And they're doing that for something that really doesn't even have anything to do with them. They want you to be afraid to support what you believe in. Right. Because they will paint you as one of these people. They will spy on you. If you're on Facebook and you're posting pro-Trump memes or Ashley Babbitt was wrongfully killed or whatever, you're going to get spied on. I can guarantee you. I can, we know that they're watching us. Because of the stuff we say on this podcast, the stuff we posted on social media. But we'll continue to say it. Ashley Babbitt was wrongfully killed. The the officer that killed Ashley Babbitt should be in prison right now. Absolutely. He he should at least be in jail, on trial, waiting to be taken to prison. Because this is a guy with lots of misconduct in his past who shot an unarmed 120-pound female with no verbal warning and gave no medical attention afterwards, after shooting, which is what all cops do. If a cop shoots somebody, what's the first thing they go do? They run right to the suspect, mm-hmm. make sure he's no longer a danger, and then start applying medical attention. Right. This guy shot a female who was surrounded by other cops in tactical gear who were not doing anything and basically allowing her to do what she wanted to do. Shot and killed him. The same cop, left his government-issued firearm in a bathroom one time. Just left it in there. Oh, just forgot. Dude's an idiot, and but he's being praised as a hero. Right. He saved members of Congress from this evil Trump supporter. Hopefully one day, Ashley Babbitt and her family will get some justice. Here's what I encourage you guys to do. If you have Fox Nation, if you don't, I'm not in the business of promoting Fox, first of all. Uh, but it's free right now. You can sign up. I think you get uh, three months free or whatever. And if not, it's five ninety nine a month. You can just do a one-time willy and then cancel it. But everybody needs to see Tucker Carlson's Patriot Purge series. It's a documentary. It's three parts so far. I don't know if there's more coming out. Very well put together. And it's got all the information you would ever need pertaining to January 6th. It is so good. I haven't watched part three, but I kind of want to watch it tonight. Okay. Will you watch it with me? I mean, yeah. yes, you will. <laughs> so excited! I'm glad we got that out of the way. All right, what else we got tonight? We got to get to. Um, how about let's talk Ghislaine Maxwell? How about that? Yeah, she did a tell-all interview with uh, Daily Mail this week. Did she really? She did. She didn't drop any names, but she talked about um, she's been in solitary confinement for 15 months. Which that's gonna make anyone go crazy. Like she's getting better treatment than the uh, J six people. I guarantee you. Probably. Um, but anyway, she just complained about that they're feeding her rotten food. She hasn't had a square meal since she's been there. Um, she has to sleep with the lights on. The guards abuse her. Um, just you know, lots of complaints about the way she's being treated while she's in there. Says she was speaking from her. 10-foot by 12-foot prison cell inside New York's notorious Metropolitan Detention Center, where she has spent the past 16 months in solitary confinement. Miss Maxwell, who's 59, says, I have not had a nutritious meal in all the time. I haven't slept without lights on, as you said, fluorescent lights that mm-hmm. have damaged my eyes or been allowed to sleep 
without constant interruptions. She also claims that a friendly rat routinely sat next to her on an open sewer as she went to the toilet. Harris, who faces the rest of her life behind bars, if convicted of abusing and producing young girls for billionaire Jeffrey Epstein, charges that she vehemently denies claims she stopped taking showers as creepy guards stare at her. Oh, well. Uh, I have no sympathy. I have no sympathy for her. But at the same time, they shouldn't be interfering with, you know, the trial. Because she's saying that she's not even being allowed to prepare for the trial. We want to know everything she knows. Yeah, that's absolutely unacceptable. And if they're sticking her in a cell to the point where she goes crazy or commits suicide, there's no more threat to these elite people that have been her customers, if you will, or been her, I guess they're not really customers, but, um, you know, there's going to be no consequences. She said, I am weak. I am frail. I have no stamina. I'm tired. I don't even have shoes, which fit properly. They feed me rotten food. One apple had maggots in it. I have not been allowed to exercise. Um, yeah, there, there's got to be protocol, I, and I, I do not want to defend or no. feel like I'm showing sympathy, but just like the January 6th crew, we've got to at least treat these people humanely if they haven't been convicted of something. We'll talk about how we treat them after the conviction, okay? But pre-trial... You cannot treat people this way. These, these these January 6th people are being held with some with no charges and zero charges of insurrection. So do the, they have them on treason? Is that what they're no, calling No, they've got them or? on like trespassing. Oh. And they're holding them in prison for charges like trespassing in solitary confinement in one of the world's roughest prisons mm-hmm. and have no intention whatsoever of even showing them a courtroom. That's That's... Highly illegal and against everything this country stands for. But you have to ask yourself, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this to her? It's not because they're punishing her for what she's done. Yeah. Well, is she... Which prison? She's Is she in a prison in the U.S.? Yeah, she's in New York, I think. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. New York. Yeah, we, we can't... I mean, there's a reason they're doing this to her. I mean, there's a reason for it. And they're pushing her to suicide, maybe? They're either pushing her to suicide or they want her to go crazy so that the case goes away. Well, it's a wonder she hasn't you know? Epstein herself. And so maybe that's the thing. Maybe that maybe all these things yeah. were happening to Epstein and he did hang himself. I don't even think he's dead. I honestly don't. Who knows? I don't. He had enough money to get himself out of that situation. But this is just... Unless... He just knew too much about the powerful people, and they had him killed one way or the other. I just don't think he took his own life. And this is just another highlight of how broken our justice system is, and it affects everybody. Yeah. It really does. You know, the the conversation about that had surrounded for so long the African-American community Mm -hmm. and black people that were wrongfully held in jail. People like Kamala Harris holding DNA evidence for people facing life sentences people spending their life in prison for marijuana charges like this has expanded on a large scale well and that's you know kamala harris came out after the rittenhouse verdict and said that you know she spent her career trying to fix the judicial system and apparently she still has more work to do and i'm thinking lady you know you just throw more black people in jail but also um today's the anniversary of the jfk assassination how about that and the reason why I'm thinking about that is, um, you know, Biden has made it to where the the files are not going to be released. The files were supposed to be released on everything they knew about his assassination. And he has, under COVID, um, saying that COVID is predict, predict, I mean, uh, preventing him from releasing those files. Right. So, another government cover-up. And who, who put that in motion? Was that Trump? Yeah, Trump put it in motion. God, that's that's another reason they hated the guy mm-hmm. so much because yep. he was willing to give the people the information. The aliens that we deserve. and the JFKs and the well, <laughs> yep, Trump promised all of that stuff, but yeah, so so Biden, I think it's supposed to be the end of twenty twenty two is when we're supposed to get those files. Yeah, well, um, we'll see. 
I yeah. doubt that'll ever happen, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, what about this volcano stuff? You, you've been high on the volcano. We talked well, about no. it in one episode. I just I just wanted to bring up, like, the update on it, what's going on with it. Um, basically, people are still going there to tour the volcano. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I mean, would you go there on vacation right now with this thing erupting? No, I probably wouldn't even go to a volcano that wasn't erupting. I did. I probably wouldn't (laughs) go to an island in general. I need somewhere I can escape from. Well, they've canceled all flights for now um, because it it got hyper again this past weekend. Um, Earthquakes are happening again, but they're saying it's going to be like three more months of this eruption. Where where did we say the the island was? It's in the Canary Islands. Canary Islands, that's right. I showed y'all on a globe because I'm so good with geography. (laughs) If y'all recall, if you watch that episode. But this thing's been going off for six weeks, and they're saying three more months. The ash cloud being emitted from the Cumbre Veja volcano. The air quality has worsened, and schools have been suspended in five municipalities in order to protect children and teachers from the heavy fumes. At the airport, the lack of visibility due to the ash has caused the cancellation of incoming and outgoing flights. The situation right now is complicated because we have to return to Barcelona and all flights on the island are cancelled. The airport was supposed to be open at one o'clock, but in the end, nothing. And we came to see if there is a solution. There is no indication to when the clouds will clear and the airport will be shut down for the next few days. Hundreds of passengers have been forced to find alternative transportation. And queues are forming at the port where people are trying to secure a boat off the island. Any guess where these people are going to end up? Because we found a couple of tickets. Thank God for the boats, otherwise we'd be stuck. The other side of the island. (laughs) Right. The volcano began erupting on the 19th of September. Lava has covered over 2,000 acres of land on the island. Up to 2,000 buildings have been destroyed and over 7,000 people have had to be evacuated from their homes. Over two months, this thing's been going off. Mm-hmm. And they're saying another three months to go. Jeez. That's crazy. That is nuts. They're saying they're still feeling tremors from these earthquakes that are like registering at a five. Aren't um, earthquakes out of like a 10 scale? Mm-hmm. Or is that tornadoes? No, tornadoes are F5, F1 through F5. So yeah. No, tornadoes go higher than a five, don't no, they? No, uh-uh. Oh. No, so, so uh, an earthquake. My goes daughter up to would 10. be ashamed. She's a geology student. Earthquake goes <laughs> up to ten, right? I don't know. I guess we should Google it. And see. Here's another interesting story you brought to my yeah, attention. Yeah, I thought this was neat. Um, well, not neat. It's kind of a sad story, but in Missouri, a family that lost um, a son, a daughter-in-law, and a grandchild is trying to get a law passed to where if you kill someone in a DUI you are responsible for child support until those children that were survivors of, you know, um, are grown or 18 Hmm. because she's now raising three children that were left behind and, you know, she's struggling a little bit and she just doesn't think it's right that, that there's no financial consequences. Cecilia Williams is urging legislators to support a proposed new law that she's named Bentley's Law after a five-year-old grandson. She began working on the legislation that targets drunk drivers after the accident in April, claiming the lives of her son, uh, his fiance, and their four-month-old son. Mm -hmm. Newton and Williams also had two young sons who survived, who Williams is now caring for. Uh, the main aspect of Bentley's law is financial responsibility by the offender. I think it's a good idea. The new law would require drunk drivers who cause the death of a parent or parents to pay child support surviving spouse or the relatives raising the victim's children until they turn 18 years old. That's perfectly fine with me. I think it's great. I, I think I think that that needs to be the main concern over court cost and everything else mm-hmm. that you you know you're worried about you're just telling people they got to stay on probation until uh, they pay their court cost or they can't get let forget all that i don't care about that i don't care about the courts making money i hate that the court makes so much money take the money 
and for the crimes that people commit, make them pay money towards the victims, the people that were affected by it. Absolutely, I think it's a good idea. That's how you can you can you know make right on this because our our court system is so bent on punishing the offenders, and there is no support for the victims in so many cases. In this one and in any other case, what right. has what what the court ever done for a victim? Right. Nothing. Well, 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 the problem is a lot of times they're they do have to pay restitution, okay? But then they file bankruptcy so they don't have to pay it. Right. This would keep them from ha- being able to do that because it wouldn't just be a one time you have to pay this much, it would be a monthly. A monthly charge, you know, and just say if you want your freedom, then you'll have well, to pay this. Well, I honestly think that if they're in jail, they should be working anyway, right? And paying their ways and paying for children they have on the outside and paying for the victims as well. Take their uh, the Take money their TV they make time away. Well, you know, and they they actually if they they're working as a, a trustee, they're making a, it's very low wage, but mm-hmm. they're making money that they then turn around and use on the commissary. Yeah, I think there's a better way to do it. Make them uh, make them pay with that. Make them work, and then the money they're supposed to get, send that to you know the families. You know what? I was just thinking about this. is so random, but have you seen the commercials that are being run in other countries to feed the children of America? No. Okay. Do you remember years ago you'd have like save the children ads that you know donate a dollar a day to feed so many children in other countries? Well, they have some that run now for Israeli like elderly people, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, they're running that in other countries for America to feed American children. Isn't that crazy? Let me see if I can find one. Here, I can. I, I've got it saved on my phone too. You go ahead and go that way. Let's see. Is this it? I am a child hunger in America. I don't know if that's one of them. I'm sure it is. Oh, this is child hunger in America. Feeding America, ending child hunger. You messaging that to me? I hadn't found it yet. It'll take me just a second to pull it up. But it just made me think about the one in prison, you know, them working to pay for things. It just kind of sparked that memory to me. Uh, Is this old? Is this something that was a long time ago? No. Or is this recent? No, this is what's going on right now. Okay. Where's my filter, that gummit? Let's go filters and let's say this month, this year. How about that? Germany has feed the children commercials for American kids. Here's a lady talking about it on TikTok. Um, yeah, that's the one I just pulled up to. I mean, we can see what she says. Well, I think she shows the commercial. She better. <laughs> I'm going to be playing her goofy TikTok. She better be playing the commercial. All right. Let's see what this lady's got. Let's move over here. I thought this was a joke. I honestly thought someone was trolling me, but they're not. I had to go do my own research, and I found the video. Brace yourself. <laughs> Sie hat nur wenig Zugang zu nahrhaften Lebensmitteln. Ihre schlechte Ernährung kann zu Diabetes, Herzkrankheiten und einer teuren Abhängigkeit vom Staat führen. 49 Millionen Amerikaner leiden unter Lebensmittelunsicherheit. Sie sind hungrig nach mehr als nach der nächsten Mahlzeit. Sie sind hungrig nach einem Wechsel. Amerika braucht unsere Hilfe. Jetzt. I have no words. I have I have no fucking words. No. Well, she's got oh. one word. Then. <laughs> yeah, she got an F word, apparently. But yeah, I actually have a friend that lives in Germany, and I think I saw it on her Facebook first. Um, I just thought that was crazy. Wow. I mean, we're opening our borders, offering $450,000 to people, and we can't even feed our own people. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, and um, the government just spent $1.5 trillion on infrastructure. Yeah. And uh, I mean, IRS hun- agents to hunt you down and make you pay a bunch of money back. Hunger, but, hunger's getting to a level they're running commercials in other countries. Yeah, May- but we're not addressing it here. That, like, why aren't we addressing it? That company that's doing that could be a scam. I don't know, but it would not surprise me if that was a hundred percent legit. Well, they're running the commercials over there, so 
We're no longer the, the, the most powerful, most respected country in the world. We're not. And mm-hmm. we won't be for the next three years until there's a change in leadership. And we were the most respected two years ago, one year ago. We were the most respected country on the planet. And within 12 months, we've gone to the bottom of the heap. Yeah. We are the laughing stock of the entire world. So, anyway, <laughs> that's it for this edition of Over the Line. I think we squeezed a lot in there tonight. We did. <laughs> I got my blood pressure up a little bit, but uh, we got it done. Thank you for you guys that hung out with us for the live stream. We always appreciate you all on Facebook and on Twitch and wherever you're at. Uh, make sure you go back. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the audio podcast. Uh, the, the video here on Twitch will be up for 14 days and uh, all that jazz. That's about the only places you can find it right now. But the audio the audio will always stay. So if you ever got a, a show like the Brianna Taylor when you want to go back and watch it, you can do that. So that's it for us. We are out of here. And until next time. Bye, guys.